Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Mark Sheldon Lloyd Show with Mark Sheldon Lloyd. How you doing my friend? I'm doing really well Sir Alex, it's good to see you. There we go. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. That button does go on for a while. Now, <laughs> we have both had Audi experiences recently. Yes we have. Did you win an Audi? No, so what happened was myself and my mother entered a raffle, just just as you do. One of the top prizes was a weekend with an Audi A7 from Lucas Audi in Basingstoke, yeah. and we won. Well um, done, wow. And my mum wasn't too fussed about it because she's got a Mercedes and everything, so she said, I'm not going to use the car, and I was like, well, I'll certainly get use out of it, so uh, she let me have it, and uh, it was awesome. What, yeah. what an it experience. It looks beautiful. What colour was it? So it was a beautiful dark grey yeah. Audi A7 2023 4 litre TDI wow. hybrid. Yeah, so if you're an Audi, if you're Audi, if you're looking to invest in this podcast, please do, because I've got an Audi A5 as my runaround. Yeah. And I just reviewed it on my Instagram Grigio GT. And uh, that's an Instagram. If you like the car stuff I talk about, then you'll get an overdose of that. It's uh, Grigio G-R-I-G-I-O-G-T on Instagram, it's a great place. And also there's a bit of crossover with investing as well. But it's a great car. And Audi, they just really have mastered the look at the moment. Their look of their cars is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And entering Formula One as well, yeah. 2026, buying yeah. Sauber at the moment, I believe. So, uh, or Alfa Romeo. Um, Audi Reading, we're trying to get them to come on board on the podcast, aren't we? Oh, big time. Yeah. We're on them. So. Yeah. so we love Audi. Audi Reading, please, if you're listening, come on board. Sitting at Audi. Yeah. Awesome. So what's the question you have for me today? Well, my question for you today is um, last time out, we had a look at how to deal with estate agents, which was quite a fascinating topic. Yeah, yeah. So today, and I think this is quite a good topic because I think a lot of people are going to relate to this, even if they're just looking to buy a house, Sure, is how to view a property. Yeah. I mean, this is a really dry topic. And so to make it more exciting, I mean, viewing a property, you have to have a checklist that's what i think is really important and a lot of people just walk around and you know just have a look but you have to go in there with a strategy about what you're trying to do on that viewing and when i go in for a viewing i will normally you don't have to be 99 percent sure you're going to buy the property um and the reason for this is that state agents need to show that they've done viewings and that they've had people make offers and yeah. loads of offers get rejected so when you're going to do a viewing you basically have done your numbers beforehand. I, I teach my, or share this with my clients on my property coaching program. You've done your numbers. You think this property is probably an investable property. And you go in there and you start to look for things. And I actually say, are things what they seem? Are, you know, does, does the property live up to what the description was? But also you start looking for faults. And a lot of people when they're making emotional purchases, they start to overlook things, especially like if it's your family home. But if it's an investment property, you've got to be kind of very strict with looking for things that are not right and things that will need fixing because all these things become your firepower for bringing that price down and getting the property for a really you know, really good price. So I think you have to have a checklist. Those checklists are what I have my property coaching program, if you are on board on that. And they're really useful. And that's how I go in and view. And I go with a view to make an offer. One of the future episodes that we kind of talked about or something that we thought would be useful is how to make an offer. But 
that's when I go a viewing. That's that's what I do. And the other thing when I do a viewing is I try to get, always get there on time, get there a bit early, and watch people coming out of other properties nearby, and just literally say, "Oh, hi, just you know, do you live here?" Because I'm trying to. I'm looking at buying a property here. How have you found it? Especially if they're tenants. And then they say, oh, you know, yeah, it's been great. Or the list's broken. Or, yeah, they haven't repaired something in ages. And so it's always good to interview people when you are not, you know, with the agent. Because the agent wants to basically get a sale. So that's that's how I summarise it in a very kind of, in a nutshell. One one bit of advice which I would give, and this is from speaking to Luke, who's our business operation manager. He was, he is a former estate mm. agent. He told me that they're also quite creative for their photography, the good old fisheye lens. So always just going maybe with the open mind as well when you see a property on picture compared to reality. I've seen yeah. how they take photos because Luke's done it, and it's like almost like a very low shot to to build the expansion out yeah. of the room. So yeah. it's just little things like that as well, which I would personally recommend. I mean, with properties, what I, it depends on whether it's houses or flats, but with um, a lot of people are buying flats because there's more flats than houses. But with flats, you know, what are the noise levels like? You know, how easy is it to um, replace stuff if it goes if it goes wrong? You know, if everything's kind of has to be all fitted and it's got lots of, things, fittings that have to be redone or whatever, you know, especially if microwaves break or things like that, yeah. electrical appliances, you've got to think about how, how easy is it to replace. And also, can you add value? That's the thing. That's the thing when you go in and view a property. This is like the, kind of like the, done the basics, looked at it, does it live up to expectations? You're trying to find faults with it, but also look how you can add value. Can you add an extra room? Can you uh, create more space? Can you create more value? Now, in a flat, it's very it's, it's, it's tricky. In a house, it's much easier. And when we go in and view houses, always, I mean, for instance, in the reverb that we're doing at the moment, we've added an extra wall. That's added considerable value because we now have got, we've divided one room up into two. And it was a massive room. You thought, what, why do we need such a big room? So we've, we've added a wall, we've added value. Um, also, we've replaced the heating system. We've done different things to make it more energy efficient. So if you go into a viewing also and you're very good at fixing things, like you've got a build team that they can work out, you know, this heating system is very easy to replace or we can improve the EPC rating, the energy performance certificate, then you're a problem solver. Then you can look for properties with that problem and go and view them knowing that you know how to fix them. And that's what I, that's what I do because I've got a good build team. And so, yeah, they can view a property with me. Now, you can view a property also with the build team. And another trick, you do not have to take the builder that you're going to use to view a property when you want to find out what's what you're going to do. You can actually take someone else, you know, so you can get a lot of useful information. Um, and also you can view a property more than once. You know, I viewed a property once. I couldn't work out what I was going to do, came back to it, viewed it again, and then made the offer. And also, once you've made the offer, you can still view the property to just check how you're going to refurb it. Um, so I've done several viewings on a, on a property that I've made an offer on. Um, we're going through the legals, and then I keep doing a couple of more viewings to make sure that I know how much things are going to cost to refurb. Awesome. lot to take in. Like I said, I like the uh, concept that, you know, you can just go back and view it again. Yeah. You know, it's like buying a car yeah. almost. You know, you don't just yeah. go once buy it there and then you know you might go back and do two or three visits to make sure 
because it's a is a big investment. It's and I think the other purchase. thing is that when you've done a viewing, it's important to make an offer. Don't expect your offer to be accepted, but we'll we'll talk about making offers a bit later. But go in there, make an offer, and then move on. And the other thing about doing uh, viewings is schedule your viewings for one day or half a day because I'm, you know, doing several things as you know, plastic surgery privately. Yeah. Um, I have my property portfolio. I've got the podcast. So I would I would book all my viewings like in a morning and then literally go um, around those properties and view them all and not spend too long on a viewing so that I can move on to the next property because you want to view as many as possible. And the other thing is to do regular viewings, even if properties are not entirely in your kind of window where you want to invest because prices come down and a few months down the line or six months down the line that property begins to come down in price and because you've done the viewing they've got you on their records and they can say hey mark you viewed this property about nine months ago it's come down in price are you still interested you do the numbers again and guess what it starts looking like a a good investment so that's that's important as well so every viewing has value and keep the data from that viewing because if you have sorted your properties, you can always pass that potential deal to someone else and charge for that information, okay? So you're collecting, everything can be monetized that you're doing in the viewing. Awesome stuff. And you talk about making an offer. One thing the audience should do is make a five-star review. Whatever platform you're watching or listening to us, please leave a five-star review. Do you know what? You've just highlighted something because we have got... Some five-star reviews. Yes, we do. Should we get one of them up? Yeah. I mean, I'm really happy now because this is it's always lovely when a, an NHS consultant writes their review about your podcast. And I'll just read out this five-star review. Uh, the Mark Sheldon Lloyd Show is the best show which I've ever listened to for healthcare professionals wanting to invest in property. And I we, love that. And it's a unique space because I don't see many other podcasts where a healthcare professional is talking about investing outside of medicine or whatever. It's yeah. it's it's a, it's a unique thing. So it's great to have a first our first five star review. And if you're listening, please leave a five star review. It's great. And if you disagree with anything I've said, put it in the comments for the YouTube video. And please, you know, like, follow, share on all the media, uh, social media platforms. It really helps the uh, podcast to grow, and also for the education to be shared. And it's a really great thing to pay things forward awesome stuff thank you very much mark cheers thanks sir alex great to see you and i'll see you on the next episode thank you for watching this video and please like share comment and push the notifications bell to receive the next and latest video from the mark sheldon lloyd show